Yo, this is Cool Inside. For the best in soul, R&B, funk, and hip-hop, tune in to Bush Rod Radio. Come on, get some. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Artist Interviews hosted by Bushrod Music Radio. I'm Bushrod and I'll be your host. Coming to the mic and introducing veteran music producer Ace Ha. What up, Ace? What up, Bushrod? Oh, man. Finally. <laughs> finally, my brother. What's going on? Yo, I believe this is the first time you and I have actually uh, talked, like, voice-wise, right? First time, man. First time actually putting a voice with the music, man. With the music, finally. <laughs> there it is. There it is. No, it's a pleasure, man. It's, uh, it's about time, I guess, right? Man, I can remember. I was reminiscing about the time that I that I stumbled up on on your music. I think it might have been on on SoundCloud and or Twitter. And you being one of the first, you know, uh, established music producers to even give me any feedback on my my elementary beats that I was producing at the time, man. And I really appreciate that. Man, my pleasure. I've always, I've always been a fan of your work, sir. Yeah, always and you, and you have said so. You have said so. I've, uh, I've been able to take a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, inspiration from, from what you continue to churn uh, out, man. It's so good to get you on the line a little bit to talk about that, talk about that new project. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you talking about uh, OG rap? Yeah, 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 man. I was I was able to listen to the entire set. What is it about? Twelve songs? Yeah, I think that's right. Thirteen with the uh, with the outro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, man. He he's a uh, he's he's my kind of my kind of rapper. Uh, he takes he takes you back to the to the day when you know rapping was you, you know it's not mumble rapping in other words that's I guess right. that's what I really <laughs> want to say <laughs> go ahead and say it baby go ahead and say it yeah, yeah that's man. it that's good. no he uh he uh harkens back to the to golden age no question about it when no skill is king yeah yeah uh and I know that, that he is just uh in enthusiastic about you uh, accepting uh, his uh, his vocals on, on on your tracks man because he's a lucky dude that's all I have to say about that good looking out man that's a that's mighty kind of you to say but uh he, yeah. he, is, a, he is a talent I'm I'm I feel equally blessed to have hooked up with him also so and, and Bushrod uh, Music Radio is uh, 
is equally enthusiastic about having some new stuff, some new tracks from you, Ace, uh, through OG Rap. I think, I think I'm playing at least three right now, uh, and I have I have did some postings on that, kind of you know help promote what y'all are doing. And I know you just just want to try to drive some people to the platform. Uh, yes, sir. Where where the music is, and I think y'all are pretty much everywhere by now, huh? Yeah, we're we're streaming everywhere now. Uh, actually, uh, on the quiet, we're actually working on another album. <laughs> oh, right now, and and the thing is, is is he was ready when we dropped this. He was ready, you know, the next day to get to work uh, uh-huh. uh, on the next thing. And I actually had to hold him back some, be like, "Look, dude, here it is," because this is this is really his first like project. Like he he dropped an EP uh, last year with a dude named Wolf God, and uh, I produced that one also. Oh, really? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the day after he finished it, the EP, we started work on this album, and I so that's his his first foray into projects basically and i told him you have to because uh, he did a lot of mixtapes and stuff before that but i was mm-hmm. trying to drive it home that really the hard work comes after you finish the project because you know it's all about publicity it's all about promotion it's all about getting it to whoever uh needs to hear it because you know it is a real competitive market right now, right? There are thousands of rap albums every year and it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you're right, man. I agree. You gotta let this, this most recent production marinate on the folks a bit. Uh, Like you say, play it for a while, uh, keep promoting it everywhere. And, uh, you know, like you said, I agree. It's it's about quality, not quantity. That's right. That's absolutely right. And I, you know, I pointed out to him, <clears throat> the project is probably old. You know, when you drop a project, by the time you drop it, it's old. The material is old to you. Yes, yes. But it's brand new to everybody who hasn't heard it. And there are 7 billion people who haven't heard it. So it doesn't hurt to take six months and, you know, push it to all the blogs, to all the, you know, internet radio, all the platforms, all the playlists, all the whatever. And you got to do it just to get a little visibility because if you don't, it's just lost in the shuffle. And I think that's a shame. So Yeah, yeah. Radio interviews are reemerging. Podcasting is evolutionizing. So, you know, yes. you all being able to make your rounds with the interviews and the podcasts will definitely help as another means to uh, getting the music out there. And, no cap. Uh, yeah, this no is cap. this is this is the way to go, man. Podcasting and, and the interviews. Uh, That's right. In addition to, you know, the streaming platforms, because like you said, everybody's out there now. You know, everybody's That's right. producing their own music. So. Right. And you know, we can't you can't compete with the Def Jam or whatever in the mainstream, you know, avenues. 
there's just no way they got you know they got a, a, a hell of a machine behind them and so you got to find other ways to get some visibility we're you know we're little fish next to Kanye right <laughs> oh yeah but you can you can build a following you know uh, on your social media platforms man if you promote that's it, right. right that's yeah. right exactly right because the other go ahead. go ahead I'm sorry go ahead the other thing I was I was telling him the other day was if you only promote to your rap friends like your rapper friends they're also in the game they're also competitive it's not like they're going to push your project the way you would push your project right so you have to break out and go you know past the little artist circles which is a you know which is which is tough to do but it's a seductive trap to stay in your artist circle because you know everybody's telling you oh you're you know oh your work's dope oh that was a dope song oh, blah, blah, blah. you're so good but it's not getting out of that circle it feels good to hear you know the accolades or whatever but you got to get past that circle and that's what we're trying to do right now yeah, and I, can, I can relate to that, man. It's just like, you know, when you when you produce a set like this, it's like starting your own business. And if you've ever tried to sell yourself to family and friends, you know, sometimes you get the cold shoulder. So That's I can right. relate to that, that circle, that known <laughs> circle that doesn't respond to you like you think they ought to. Exactly. Exactly right. I mean, yeah. check it out. You know, some people some people look at me and and they're like, "Oh man, you're dope, right?" That happens, and I and I appreciate it. But like Tab, my girl, mm -hmm. she's like, "Take out the trash." Say 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 say. How many of these are you gonna produce? Will you ever get tired? Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, we've all got loved ones that support us, but as enthusiastic about, you know, our, our, our stuff as we are. That, that's right. And they know us in a different way. That's, that's yeah. correct. That's correct. That's yeah, more, more intimate, more, uh, more mundane sort of way. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, we got to be, we got to be legends in our own mind and continue to do what we do. You know, because somebody said once to me, man, it gets greater later. So you never know yeah. when, when that greatness is going to uh, reveal itself, so to speak. You know, that's right. Yeah. So Ace, so Ace uh, you know, I want to get get back on script just a little bit. Uh, yeah. So yeah. our listeners can, can kind of know about you a little bit. Let me just say to them that you know, you sent me uh, a catalog of music. It's been about, man, probably about three or four years ago. Uh -huh. And uh, they were basically, you know, music pieces, you know, maybe. By the sketch catalog. Yeah, yeah, sketch yeah, yeah. catalog, exactly what yeah. it was. And I yeah. used them for, um, for uh, what we call fillers. <clears throat> sure. In between commercials. And some of them were long enough to stand on their own uh, as interludes in between other pieces of music. So man, your, your catalog or discography, 
for lack of a better term, is just so voluminous, it's unreal. Uh, how long have you been producing music? Oh, boy. Okay, so I started out as a rapper, actually. Um, okay, way, I didn't way, know that. Yeah, way back in the day. I'm talking 1990, 91, something like that. Okay. And I and I had a partner there, uh, rap partner. And basically what it came down to was he got real good. Mm-hmm. And I felt the sting. <laughs> and oh, yeah. we oh, needed yeah. somebody to fill in and make beats because the guy that was making our beats went off to school. So uh, I, I, I bought a sampler. I worked at Rally's. I don't know if you have Rally's where you are. It's a hamburger joint. Yeah, hamburger joint, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So I worked there for a year to pay off this sampler that I that I picked up. And uh, I, I I started, you know, playing around. But I didn't really start producing, producing until maybe 97. Okay. That's, that's when I really started to kind of get serious about it. And uh, so, you know, basically ever since then. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that's 30 years. Uh, yeah, what was, yeah, yeah. Was, did you have the same rap name? Did y'all, is there anything uh, yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, I've been a, oh, no. uh, I, he and I actually, uh, not a lot of people know this, actually. He and I actually got signed to an EMI label uh, called 2K Sounds. And that was based here in Los Angeles. That's why I ended up in Los Angeles. We, they signed us, brought us out here, put us up in an apartment and told us to go. And we went, we actually released a, a national album. Okay. It was in all the record stores and everything under the name Mad West. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm uh, making notes, man. I'm going to look some of that <laughs> stuff up. <laughs> it's 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 uh M A double D W E S T. Okay. But uh you know the, the label folded about maybe six months after we dropped our album. And so uh my partner Sammy B, he went back to Indiana where we're from. And I stayed out here ever since and I've been doing the freelance freelance uh, production <laughs> ever since. Yeah, man. I mean, you, took a, you took a chance, but you hear that, that uh, journey uh, story where you leave home and you go to the recording mecca. Uh, it's the East Coast uh, or the West Coast. And right. you, you do what you, you, you need to do, and it sounds like you ended up staying on the West Coast. Yep. Yep. I, I, uh, somehow I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I just couldn't leave it alone. I just couldn't. Right. Something, you know, there's just some kind of drive and I, 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 I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Once you get the bug, I guess it stays with you. So I'm out here still, still looking to, to looking for the big score, <laughs> the well. big score. The creative juices are definitely still flowing, man. You, you, uh, you produce a lot of uh, a lot of beats, and, and uh, I don't get a chance to listen to them all, but I see 
the uh, the number the number of, uh, of pieces that you do you know put out there for the for the public, and I'm sure that's not all of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I do a beat a day. Okay, so you know some of them some of them I feel like they don't make the cut. Some yeah, of them don't yeah. make it past the sketch the the sketch. Uh, uh, stage, which is what you've heard in the sketch catalog, and uh, so I don't know, maybe uh, maybe one out of six make it onto the internet. Okay. I think one okay. out of six, I think, is good enough. But okay. if the day ever comes when somebody says, "Hey, do you have any more beats?" <laughs> I will. I you will, will have. You will so. because you know I would imagine that you go back and revisit some of those from time to time. That sounds like that sounds like a comment from somebody who does that very thing himself. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you go back to them and you uh, you 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 add and you subtract or or you uh, you layer. Again, and, right. and, and sometimes right. when you listen to them again, you know, you, you're pleased. You, you, That's you're, right. You're pleased. So yep, you say, hey, hey, there's a there's a little something in there I like. Exactly. Let me let me flesh that out and come out with a, a real banger. And it's a great way to, to any producers out there. It is a great way to get through writer's block. If you just go revisit your old stuff. It can really spark something. Yeah, you, you you do that. You do that because just because you don't like it, that doesn't mean somebody else isn't gonna like it. Sure words. That's not, that's not coming spoken. from me, but I heard somebody say that, man. And uh, yep. it is true. It is true. That is I mean. wisdom. That is wisdom. That's right. So don't throw anything away. No, that's no, don't throw anything away, man. I mean, three, four years ago, don't throw it away. That's right. That's right. Because you never, you never know. Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, speaking on that very thing, uh, OG Rap chose one of my oldest beats for this album. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I, I did it. I did this beat in like 2006. My goodness. And uh, yeah, and he he wanted it, so it's on there. It's uh, it's the one called Smile. Yeah, 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 and that's that's uh, that's how I selected the beats that that we would play on on Bushrod Music Radio. You know, it's pretty much after one listen, and it was the ones that really kind of reached out and grabbed yeah. me. But that yeah. doesn't minimize or lessen the uh, the acceptability of any of the others. Ace, I mean, you know, they they're all oh. good to me. <laughs> Right, and you never, you know what? There are different strokes for different folks, right? It's, it's, you know, some some of the hard rocks are gonna like the rough bangers, and then some people will like the easier stuff. There'll be something. We like to try and make something for everybody. Like at least one track ought to appeal to every to to every hip hop listener. That's what we wanted. We wanted somebody, no matter who, to be like, I like that jam, that one. Right. Right, it's all good. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be all good because I know some of the uh, some of the stuff that I've liked that, that you put out, and I've probably said it to you before that you know it's got movie script written all over it. Sure. 
and uh, eventually, you know, somebody's going to reach out and, and, and want some of those those beats for that purpose, man. And you may have even already had a chance to to work on some uh, some stupid stuff, soundtrack stuff. Yeah, I have. I have, as a matter of fact. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, you know the actor Robbie Benson. Yeah, from back in the seventies. You remember him? Yeah. His that- son. His son is a uh, film a, a a film director himself, an actor, and he put out a a movie few years ago, four or five years ago, called mm-hmm. Straight Out of Tompkins. And I did tons of music for that thing. Okay. Did it did it make any of the streaming platforms, Netflix? Uh, you know like what? It? That's a good you know what that's a good question. I had to look that up. Now I know that mm-hmm. every once in a while, every three months or so I get a ASCAP check. Okay. But I can't but I never know what it's you know I, I don't I don't know what it's all separate. I'm just looking for the numbers, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. so maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it is. Yeah, somebody is, is is streaming it. Yeah, if you're still getting a check from time to time. Right. Definitely. That's right. Because you see a lot of stuff on, on Amazon and man, they're all kind of uh, streaming free streaming channels now. Um, That's right. That, that crackled yeah, and TV. Yeah, crackle. That's the one I was trying to remember. Yep. Yeah, yep. man, you never know where where your stuff will, will end up at. Uh, That's right. When it comes to those kind of kind of streaming services, I but hope to, you uh, keep control of your publishing, sir. I, 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 I I'm trying to, man. I really am because I'm trying to stay as independent as possible, uh, so I can play what I want to play and when yes, I want to play it. And yes, even sir. though, even though my uh, my database has significantly uh, improved in terms of volume, man. I like to I like to think that you don't hear the same song twice in three or four nope. hours. You know, you just that's, don't. That's great. That and, is. Uh, that's what I'm trying to continue to do. How is that? How is all that? What how's, I've had, what I've doing? had to do since I've been become established a bit, I have uh, become eligible to receive new releases from the record companies. Uh, nice. And uh, you're gonna hear as far as hip hop and R&B, you're going mm-hmm. to you're gonna hear the stuff as soon as it's released on Bushrod Music Radio now. That is what's up. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I lucked up on the ability to be able to do that, you know, uh, in a way that, you know, he's just reading and researching things and submitting applications to be to be available to 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 people to do this because you wouldn't man you wouldn't uh, imagine you know it's a lot of junk that gets produced and uh people are even paying to have this stuff played on the radio now that's right that's right that's really mercenary in terms of who gets played out here man you you ain't kidding and i you know what nobody could be happier than me well maybe you but nobody can be happier than me to see how far you've come with that. You really stuck through it. And I know it hasn't been easy the whole time either. Oh, no, no, it hasn't. It hasn't been easy because, you know, I'm self-funded largely. 
and yep. uh, you know, I like doing it as just as much as I like, you know, making. If I ever told you this, but you know, getting into the uh, the internet radio business was a selfish uh, journey for me, and I wanted to be able, I wanted to be able to hear my own stuff on the radio. So I said, I'm gonna create my uh-huh. own radio station. And that's what I did. <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a beautiful thing, though. I oh, mean, because yeah. you've you've really you've really grown this thing, and you're still in the game. And I know a lot of people pop in and pop right back out. Oh, so I've seen them seen them pop in and pop out too, man. And, go, and some people come back uh, as well for the love of it, but. Uh, I'm grateful that I have the time to do it, and I'm grateful that I have access to uh, music producers and artists like yourself, man, that, you know, see me as a viable option uh, for for networking to release new music and new projects. And, and I want to say thank you again for that, for thinking about me, man, uh, um, when dude, this it new, is a- new thing came out. It's a, it's a, you know what I mean. We're really grateful to have you putting it in rotation too. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's a, it's so important. It's so important for the indie artist to, to network. That's, you know, it's you build relationships. It's important because you never know what's going to be down the road. That's it. And, uh, That's it. That's it. We are really, really happy that you. Uh, <laughs> that you deigned to put us into rotation, you know, and, and you um, never and you never know who's listening, where, and who's gonna start playing it because they heard it on my platform, and vice versa. You know, I still right. listen to other radio stations too, and I hear uh, artists uh, either new or that I'm not familiar with, and you know, I decide to play them, you know, just just based on that. So. The networking is very important. Very important. It, it, relationships are everything in this game. No question about it. By the way, you know what? I had to say, you say you have the sketch catalog from like three or four years ago. I still got it, man. I ought to send you the update. Sure. Because there, you know, there are hundreds of others. <laughs> so, and of course, you know, feel free. Do whatever you want with it. Of course. Yeah, you absolutely, got, man. You got, Thank you. Thank you. I'll be looking forward to I'll be looking forward to it because I can rotate the new stuff in, you know, and, and update, you know, from the old stuff, you know, because right. I, I know that that there have been changes and, and new new productive and, and sample uh, yeah. technology that's come about that's now right. that we want to uh, be sure that we're, we're promoting. And that brings Same. to mind something else too, Ace. Uh, What's that? Um, you know, like like recording studio and, and and how you do what you do. I heard you say earlier that you you possibly drop a beat a day. Uh, do you go into a studio or do you have a home studio? And you know, what's a what's a typical recording day like? Okay, so the way the way things work typically. Okay, first of all, I work for a couple of different teams um and they have studios and there are also other studios here that i go into uh when i need to do something like that 
but mostly, mostly I, I, uh, I'm dealing with people that are hundreds, if not thousands of miles away. And a lot of times, a lot of this is handled on the internet. Okay. So, so, you know, like I, I had a dude in Germany actually send me his recording session. He wanted me to mix his track. So I did that, you know, I've right. never seen this dude. I never talked to this dude thousands and thousands of miles away. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, I've got my pre-production studio, you know, it's all, it's nice and, you know, soundproof and all of that. And I do a lot of stuff here, but I do work for people also uh, that have their own studios and, and you can access that as well. That's right. That's right. And so, which is a blessing, by the way, I'm, it's I'm not, sure. yeah, it, it really is. We're talking, we're talking, you know, real high end stuff. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's nice if I need to, I, I can, I can take it there and, and it's all state of the art. You no. Know. Yeah. And if you're able to, you know, capitalize on the savings, the monetary savings. That That's have. right. That's right. I, I can't imagine running a studio in this in today's climate. What what with people doing so many of their projects at home, it would be hard to drum up business right now. I imagine it's a nightmare trying to run a studio. Like yeah, you know, trying to start, trying to get enough head. people in to keep it open. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. Cause you know, every you know, every every kid with a laptop has access to, you know, pro tools or whatever. Right. And, you know, so it's, it's, you know, if you got somebody who's shrewd, you got somebody who really has a, a good business plan, they're not wasting a lot of money in the studio. They're doing as much of it at home as they can. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it, it, it's rough. I, I know a lot of studio. I know a lot of guys that have closed their studios because they just couldn't get people in anymore. Right. And, uh, you know, here in LA, it's super duper competitive. So staying afloat, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the economy is such that the affordability just isn't there for people because they aren't making money to be able to do that anymore. That's right. Nobody's nobody's eating off of record sales anymore. Right, right. Live performances were slow right. to a bare minimum, man. We're just getting access to that today. I just came back in from a local festival listening to some local bands today. And you know, it was it was just surreal sitting out there, you know, being able to take in, you know, two or three bands at a time, you know, live. Nice. That hasn't that hasn't been available for a long time. So. Yeah, that's right. Music, music has been hurting. That's for sure. No yep. question about it. Especially, you know, especially for the indies. Oh yeah, and 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 the indies. You know, I hope you know a lot of them will listen will listen to this podcast and and kind of take pointers from from you. You know what, what's being said here today. That brings to mind a, a, another question about, you know, making a beat. Uh, how long it takes you to make a beat? Is is that something that you do in one sitting, or it takes a day, or a couple of days, or a week for you to do? What's, what's I, the, 
What's the basic time it takes for you to create something? I imagine. I imagine that that you are well aware of what it's like to have the spirit hit you. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And you yeah. can't like every every tweak of a knob, every key you play, every drum hit you do works the first time. And, and it's like the spirit is on you and you knock it out and you knock out a banger in 20 minutes. You're like, my God, <laughs> how did it, it, it happen? It's right? possible, yeah. Yep. And then other times I, I beat my head against the wall on a beat for, you know, over the course of a few days. Sometimes it, it, it takes a little love, shaping it, you know, beating it into shape. And then suddenly you're like, okay, it's all paid off. But typically I'll spend an hour or two on a beat, typically. Okay. okay. But that, that's, that's after, like, I know in the first five minutes if I want to pursue it or not. And if I'm not going to pursue it, if it's something that I don't see, you know, finishing at that time, it goes in the sketch catalog. I got and then I, and I move to another one and until the spirit hits me to some degree and then I knock it out. But, but an hour, two hours, that's, that's pretty good. Right. Right. Well, that's, uh, you know, that's a mouthful of saying when the spirit hits you because the, the creative juices definitely have to have to be flowing. And I was just curious because, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. It wouldn't have been surprising to me if you had said 20 minutes or a half hour, yeah. you know. It happens. It happens for sure. Right. No, no, no question about when all cylinders are. But I have, you know, as time has gone on and as I've gotten a little older, my mm. focus is a little different than it used to be you know i i drink some coffee listen to some other music you know work out a little bit come back you know i getting into it it used to be i woke up drank coffee went to work boom mm -hmm. just like now i kind of meander my way into doing it so i don't know what that does to the time also yeah oh yeah well that 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 would occupy you know take up a little time to do that but you know, at the same time, you know, you you got a vision about where you want to go with. That's with true. Production. So, you know, you got to take time to do that, too. And there's there's something to be said. Oh, excuse me. There's something to be said about. Uh, um, having the tech, like like having the experience, mm. like there are certain things like when I when I have a, a sound in my head. Back in the day, I had to experiment, play around, do this, try to try to find the sound that I was looking for. Looking for, yeah, yeah. But now I hear in my head what I want to do, and I know how to do it, and I do it because I just have the techniques now. So it's right. a it is a very streamlined process at this point too. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't fiddle around hoping you know, hoping to get things right or, or seeing where it goes. I just kind of do it now. And that's, I chalk that up to experience. That's something. Well, what I'm hearing you saying is, I mean, you know, uh, you, you may want to create something, you know, totally a lot more sophisticated than what the audience is, man. The audience is so fickle. It doesn't take <laughs> much to satisfy them anymore. 
That's true. We put it just just uh, put a trap beat down with some eight oh eight and see what happens. Exactly, man. I mean, they are you know if it's simple and repetitive, it's it's, it's what they like, you know. That's like right. What they like, and there's no need of venturing off the beaten path too much, because if they're not accustomed to the style, they'll they'll probably turn it off after the first couple of bars. That's right. They, and damn it, Julius. Damn it. That's the, that, that is one of the biggest lessons that took the longest time for me to learn. Yeah, it took and me a long probably time. You to learn. Too, but but you I always want to do more than what the audience wants. Always. There's no question about it. Yep. Always. You know, I, I, I want to do more. <laughs> That's right. I want to do, I want to make it clever. I want to bridge. I want to break down. I want this, right. this, that, you know, right. this, that, that, another, and, and throw this little sound in here and then maybe change this up here so that it's, you know, interesting to me. Yep. It's just, it's just not necessary for the public, though. It's just, that's right. I, I don't it know ain't. how to say it, you know, it it's just it not necessary for the public. It's not. In fact, it gets in the way. Yeah, it gets in the way. What the what the public wants is a groove, and that's it. That's about the size of it. That's about the yeah, size. I mean, they can really listen to the same groove over and over again. You know, maybe with just a little little difference yep. in it. You know, maybe, right? Throw some chords over it or whatever. Yeah, you know, that's it. The right, the right uh, artists for vocals, and I yeah. mean, look at look at what Silk Sonic has done. Just look, man. Right. That's right. Somebody went back to to the to the TSOP sounds and the, yeah, and, and yeah, uh, sound of Philadelphia. Yeah, the Gamble yeah. and the Huff days, man. Somebody right. went back and listened to some old albums. That's all that happened with that. Man. Yep. That's right. That's that's right. So so, how are you feeling about that? I don't have a problem with it, man, as long as the artists that were, for lack of a better term, sampled or covered mm-hmm. are in agreement mm-hmm. with it, you know, as long as they got the right permissions to do it and, That's uh, right. you know, give them, give those people some credit for doing them okay with it. That's right. You got to give, you got to give them that question yeah. about it. It's just like, you know, another artist and I was having a discussion about R. Kelly, you know, and you know, should I play R. Kelly tunes on the radio because he's in jail? Oh, because of his because of his thing, yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know, somebody said, Well, I don't think so because you know, he's still getting royalties off of all of that stuff. Well, I mean, you know, you can't the guy's undeniably, you know, a musical genius. No question. You can't take that away from him. So if he's old royalties let them get it because some people are going to continue to like that music. That's right. Whatever That's right. his legal troubles are. That's right. I Typically, I, I kind of make it a policy to separate the artist from the art. Mm-hmm. You know, like Michael Jackson, I know a lot of people stop listening to Mike. Yep. But not me. I, I listen to Michael Jackson. I don't you know what he did I, or didn't do. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, you can't stop, like you say, the talent is undeniable. That's right, you know, 
uh, the personality right. and the morals. I mean, you've had all kind of artists with ethical and moral problems, you know. Oh. So. That comes with the territory, pretty much. So, what are you going to do? You're just going to you're going to just completely embargo them and 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 not play them. I've heard actually that Pablo Picasso was a raging asshole of the highest order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he was, he was a dick mm-hmm. <laughs> through and through to everybody. Right. John Lennon was a dick. Yeah. To Pretty much everybody, but I'm not going to stop listening to the Beatles. I'm not, exactly. you know, I'm still going to appreciate Picasso's work, you know, and that other stuff. You know, that's that's for the courts or whatever. Exactly. But, but art is set aside, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. So yeah, that's what that's what it, that's what it's all about. But uh, you know, you and I, you know, I, I think we we can agree on what it takes. You know, to 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 create music that's that, that gets somebody's groove on, for lack of a better term, and it doesn't have to be, you know, so sophisticated uh, that it's it's got all of those musical elements, maybe that we were trained to put into music. You know, that's that right. That's just, right. Just isn't necessary anymore. Nope. No, nope. I you, mean, who, I think, do you, who, who do you like to listen to nowadays? Uh, uh, okay, uh, the Beatles have always been a big, heavy favorite of mine. Um, of course, I like the old Motown stuff. Okay, uh, and I like you know Detroit Emeralds, and you know, I, I mean, well, as a sampling artist, I, I know a lot of uh, you know, I know a lot of different artists, right? Right, it just comes with the territory. But um, do you know who R.L. Burnside is? No, I don't think so. He's a Mississippi blues guy. Okay, um, and he 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 uh, he worked with a, a band called the Black Keys a few years ago. Um, before he died, God bless the dead, and so he had a resurgence of popularity with a with the new crowd. Okay. But R.L. Burnside, to me, uh, speaking of to what you were talking about earlier, R.L. Burnside did real simple Mississippi blues, where it's very repetitive, not a lot of chord changes, not a lot of not a lot of flash, but it is for sure he sets up a groove. And he keeps his foot on the gas. <laughs> and, a real and gut bucket, huh? That's right. That's right. And and that that to me really says that you set a groove up enough. You set a, a, enough of a nice enough groove. And and doing something to that groove that interrupts that groove is a mistake. Right. 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 You know, so I'm right now. What I'm listening to has a lot to do with uh, uh, grooves and and not a lot of flash. Okay. Not a lot okay. of not a lot of you know not a lot of flash. Here's one of the reasons why Kanye's music doesn't appeal to me anymore. Um, you know, his first you know five albums or whatever, are great, but. He's yes. gotten to the point now where there's no groove to it at all. Mm. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of a lot of chords, barely any drums, a lot of meandering lyrics, 
a lot of just a, a lot of sort of like it's intelligent music sort of but it's not groovy it doesn't grit me yeah you know he's, in he's the no longer making for the masses that's right he's doing it for himself right and, for and yep and his ego i'm guessing also yeah and yeah. uh it suffered it suffered to me and so i'm i've gone back to some of the old boom bap stuff you know the early hip-hop where it was real repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to take a page from that and try to strip down my tracks, some streamline them, you know. And the, I don't know, this is probably the same for you, but are you able to listen to music now without a producer's ear, without breaking it down and identifying what's happening and going, oh, so they did this and that, that, because I. I I like to think I I can, man. I I like to think that I can just, you know, listen for you know aesthetics and yes. and continue to just just groove and be inspired by without you know trying to you know uh, break down how it was created. Right. Um, I I try not to do that when I when I listen to music unless I'm I'm trying to. Uh, talk with somebody else who's not knowledgeable of how it's created and a question comes up but uh, no I just I just like to listen to a lot of music to be inspired that is what I'm trying to listen to right now because I have found over the years that I cannot just listen to a song for the song's sake you know mm-hmm. just kind of no visceral sort of listening it's, it's, it's all professional listening Right, and right. I'm trying to get away from that, so I'm I'm listening to stuff that just has a groove. I'm listening to, I'm listening for a uh, real visceral, emotional response rather than, oh man, they tuned that to this and they, oh they broke they, there's a key change there and look they syncopated the beat there. I don't want to think yeah. about it like that anymore. No, you can't. Because I'm not kind of thinking learn. about it all that stuff. No, you That's can't right. enjoy it. Right. That's right. And, uh, you know, I so I listened to some Jorge Ben from, uh, from Brazil. And okay. that dude, pure emotion. Like, like it is, it is, he's, he's an outstanding singer. And, and when I listen to it, it is, it really grabs my heart. And so I, I, I'm finding, I'm finding things like that so that I don't go. You know, with the with the mathematical professional mind, I don't want to listen to music like that anymore. Yeah, you got <laughs> you got to take time out to just listen. I think from time to time and put take off your creative hat and just that's right. Just listen. that's right. Just listen. So I don't listen to hip hop uh, as much now because it's easier for me to not listen with that producer's ear if I'm listening to stuff that isn't competition. Right. right. You know what I, I mean? Can, I can understand that. I can relate to that because there's plenty of that out there when you get ready to listen to it anyway. <laughs> That's right. There's <laughs> overabundance of that. I mean, you know, you're going to get more, you're going to find more of that uh, being played in public spaces than you do That's anything right. else, man. That's right. Bumping loudly out of, you know, somebody's whip. Yeah. No question about it. What do you, do you listen to? 
I'm still listening to a lot of 70s stuff. Uh, 80s yeah. is what I prefer to listen to. You know how it is. What You know what yep. they say. It's whatever you grew up on, man. That's right. That's the That's era right. that you you tend to uh, tend to still like and listen to and just reacquainting myself with those artists and, and going back and finding stuff that I forgot about. That's what's fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You're right. And with something like Spotify or something, right. you can just kind of you can do take that. a trip. Yeah, just kind of meander and go, oh, yeah, that song. I remember that song. But you have to find a way to jog your memory is, is what I found. And that's that's a little more difficult. I found myself in the library just browsing CDs that they have in there for people to check out to figure out what I actually forgot about. Nice. Yeah. So you and I, we have to be somewhat similar age, I think. You, you oh, said yeah, you man. grew up in the 70s and, oh, and my yeah. child. I'm, I'm, I'm a baby boomer. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay. I, because uh, because the 70s is where my heart is. No question about it. No it, question about it. Let me tell you, hey, since since uh, albums are enjoying a resurgent, mm -hmm. and I've been in the flea markets and the Goodwill stores, yes, you, would, you wouldn't believe some of the three dog night. Uh, yes. uh, <laughs> damn, damn, some of the other stuff that I bought just recently. Uh, Yo, Jethro Tall and uh, yeah, yeah, all of those people. Uh, yep. uh Steve Winwood. Yes, uh, uh, I'd already come Winwood. across some some Chicago and and you know it's, yes. it's all of all of the horn bands. Uh, damn, it's, the bands right on the tip of my tongue. I want to call call out that uh, was a rival of Chicago at the time, but oh they, yes, uh, uh, it's uh. On the tip of my tongue, man. Yeah. Um, used a lot of trombone too, but yes, all, it was it was a white band. But yeah. when I was in yeah. high school, they were very, very popular, and those are the people that I still that I forgot about, and I have found through you know getting albums, getting access to albums, and I might buy four or five. Some of them are warped or scratched, but if I Four out of the five are going to be okay for me to play, man. And I'm getting inspired all over again, list, going back, listening to that stuff. Yes, exactly. And that's, and, and I mean, that's, that's where my heart is. So I'm saying, man, who did Spinning Wheel? That's the band. That's the band yeah. I'm thinking about. Uh, can't think of the name of the band, but that oh, is man, on the album. Crazy. Spinning Wheel was. Um, I knew that's who you were talking about too. Yeah, that's exactly the band I'm talking about. It was spinning wheel. I'm gonna look it up because I can't. I just can't. Yeah, it's just, you got to man. I don't want to uh, walk to where my albums are and <laughs> and have uh, uh, have distortion. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. Blood, sweat, and tears. That's them, man. You gotta oh, listen to that. You gotta listen to that when you get a chance. Oh, I am, I am, I, I, I know and love blood, sweat, and tears. No question about it. 
all those seventies bands from the seventies, man. Yeah, greatest, and that's right. You said you said the rival to Chicago. I knew exactly who you were saying. Yep, yep, yep. But Ace, I know, man. I've been talking, man. We've been talking about fifty-one minutes here now, and I really, really? appreciate you taking time. Time flies. Uh, out to out to talk to me. Is it is it anything? I know you said you've got something on the QT. Is there anything else coming out that you could publicly speak about that you're that you're doing? Okay, so I will. I'll say this real quick. Um, on there's a Facebook group called Bars and Notes, and Bars and Notes is where I hooked up with OG Rap, and there there were there is a a dozen artists on that on that page. You ought to check it out. Bars and notes. I'm making a note uh, now. And they, I, I am working with. I don't know, all of them maybe. <laughs> okay. I'm working. Okay. I'm working with a lot of them now. Now most of those artists are from Chicago, like OG Rap. But there right. are some. There's some in some places as far as flung as Washington State and stuff. But it's pretty Chicago centric. But there are a lot of artists, and all of them. Our quality. Definitely uh, look that up. Look that up. Yep. And you, and you. So some some stuff will be actually dropping to the platform, streaming platforms, as a result yes. of those collaborations. Okay. That's Good. right. Absolutely. You'll be the first to know. Oh man! <laughs> I'll, put I'll, put I'll me in you. that loop. Definitely put Absolutely. me in that loop. And uh, something else I wanted to I, I want to get you back see if you'd be willing to come back and maybe toward the end of the year, you know, four or five months from now and talk about some of those collaborations Absolutely. like we did today, man. Let's do it again. And Absolutely. You, know, Let's do it. you and I will definitely stay in touch and uh, anything else, go ahead shout out, man, your, your social media handle. So we'll it's, 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 it's Ace High Every time, okay. at, uh, I'm on SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. No matter where I am, look up Ace My Beats, and that's me. And anybody that's listening to this, I love working with people. Hit me up. I'm always down to collab. Always. Ace Hot Beats on all streaming platforms. Got you, man. Yes, and, sir. Uh, <clears throat> Good looking out, man. It's so great to be able to finally chat with you. And uh, just for, for your fans and everybody else to know, this podcast will be published to Spotify and iTunes uh, shortly. So be looking out will, for that. I I'll send you a link as well. Okay. I'll scream it from the rooftop, sir. Sounds good, Ace. Good okay. talking to you, man. And, hey, uh, thanks a lot for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Same on this end. Take care, and I'll be in touch. You too. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Yo, this is Cool Ace High. I'm listening to Bush Ride Radio, where it's a party all the time. Hello, valued listener. 
Bushrod Music Radio has brought you endless hours of free internet radio since 2016. Help keep your favorite internet music source free by making a donation. $5 to $100. It doesn't matter. Every little bit helps. Make a $50 donation and get one of Bushrod's trademark sun visors with the station's name embroidered on the visor. Hit the donate button at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Bushrod Music today. Finally, thank you for your donation, listening over the years, and helping to keep us on the air for years to come. This is how we do it. Right here on Bushrod Music Radio.